Welcome to the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ice Talks. I am your host, Harold S. Reed Jr., also known as HRJR, your motivational coach. If you don't know what motive action means, motive plus action equals results, and results equals success. Today is a monumental day. I got the email actually uh, almost a couple weeks ago, but I didn't want to say anything about it until I knew it was solidified. So you may be now asking, what is it? Well, if you've been following me on social media, by the time you hear this, you already know what it is. But if you're hearing this for the first time, I am pleased to announce that I have a new platform upon which the Ice Talks podcast can be listened to. That new platform is iHeartRadio. I am happy to say, yes, I am happy to say that the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day, can now be heard on iHeartRadio. If you've been listening for a while, you know I've been making notes and, and making, note, making note of you know, wanting to increase my listenership so that we together can put this podcast on iHeartRadio. And it's finally, finally, finally come true. So um, for those of you who are new to the Ice Talks, I welcome you. For those of you who have been standing with me from day one, I thank you. And for those of you who came along somewhere between episode one and episode 59, I thank you, I appreciate you, and I welcome you all. It is my goal to help you look at life differently because the world that we're living in today is one in which it's all negative. We live in a society where in which people... It's like the old Notorious B.I.G. song. They pray and pray for your downfall. And I, I, I can't... I have no choice but to live in this world. None of us have any choice but to live in this world. They have yet to perfect the art of, of uh, extraterrestrial life on another planet or something like that. So this is the world that we have to live in. But we don't have to be, to paraphrase what my church folk would say... Of this world, you know, I kind of want to be like that guy who refused service to that uh, racist woman down south somewhere where he said when she tried to get a room after calling him the N word and then he, you know, refused to give her service after that uh, when she really needed it. He said, it's above me now. It's above me now. Well, quite frankly, I want to profess a way of thinking where certain things are actually beneath you. I want you to see when you elevate yourself above the BS of this, of this world, then the BS of this world is actually beneath you because you're elevating yourself. So that's what the Ice Talks is all about. And what I want to talk about specifically in this here podcast, in this here episode, uh, has a little bit to do with what I talked about on my Facebook Live post this morning, but even more so, I want to go deeper. So first, let me backtrack and talk a little bit about what I spoke about on my live this morning. I spoke about this being, you know, September, we're approaching, 
Well, well, here we are, the middle of September, which is basically the beginning of the end of the year. It's the, it's the, it's the final quarter of the year, right? And so, one, take stock of yourself. Two, in the process of taking stock of yourself, ask yourself, are you where you want to be with regards to the goals you set for the year? Did you set goals for the year? Did you write those goals down or did you just have ideas that you wanted to get some things done? Right. Did you did you follow through on those things? Are you close to achieving those things? Have you achieved those things? You know, uh, and, and it, here's a beautiful thing. And this is where we get into what I really want to talk into in this episode. If you haven't accomplished the things you set out to accomplish, don't give up. Don't give up. Right. So I'm going to kind of move forward and backward at the same time. I started this podcast. I started rather this episode of this podcast letting you know that, okay, the podcast can now be heard on iHeartRadio and is being heard on iHeartRadio. So I set that as a goal probably around this time last year when I, when I said, okay, I'm going to invest myself, invest in this podcast instead of just using the basic free situation that, that my initial platform set up. I'm going to invest some money. I'm going to put in more time. I'm going to put in regular broadcasting, uh, or excuse me, podcasting episodes, and I'm going to build a listenership, I'm going to build a following, and, you know, I'm going to set out for iHeartRadio. So I did it for a few months, and then when I really started feeling it and getting having fun with it, getting a lot of positive feedback, and I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to push it and see how far I could take it. So first I tried the basic situation for, for a couple months, then I invested and in the, well, I'm not going to tell you what I'm investing, but I put, I put some money on the table so I could have some skin in the game. You got to do that in life. You got to put money on the table so you can have skin in the game. It shows commitment. And then I realized I needed to upgrade or, or rather uh, ramp up my listenership and my following so that iHeartRadio could see we got something going here. So it took some time. It took some time. It took, I'd, I'd say, probably a little under or just about a year of me, you know, posting on social media, making little, you know, not so much ads, but reminders, if you will, in my Facebook Live and, and uh, my Twitter feed and, and even in podcast episodes that, you know, share this with a friend, share this with a friend, have them follow me, share, 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 because I'm not only on Spreaker, which is the primary platform, but I'm also on Anchor, and Anchor branches out into like four or five different podcasting platforms, uh, one of which is uh, iTunes, so I'm on like two of the biggest podcasting, broadcasting platforms out there, between iTunes and iHeartRadio, I'm happy, but it didn't happen all of a sudden, and this is where I move forward, this is where I move forward and get into the meat of what I really wanted to discuss. When you set a goal, you can set a time limit for your goal. I've done that in the past. Or you could just let the goal exist and just work towards it. When you put a time limit towards your goal, you may say, by the time I turn such and such, I want to have accomplished A, B, C, or D. And D, quite frankly. Uh, I did that when I was in my uh, late 20s, early 30s. I said, by the time I'm 30, I want to be in my career, be with the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with, move out of my father's house, 
and have a far better car than the one I was driving at the time, right? And prior to my 30th birthday, I had my wife, who was at that time had become my fiance. Um, I had my career, the, you know, had my career because I, I actually proposed at my police academy graduation. For those who don't know, I'm a retired police officer. Um, I eventually moved out of my father's house. So I got my own place. And actually, the car came before moving out of my, fa- my father's house. Right. And the car came actually uh, maybe I think the better car came, I think, the month after my birthday. You know, so by the time I, a little bit before, by the time I was 30, I had achieved all of those goals. And to be honest, I really hadn't set any serious goals in that way ever since. Um, I did set some some goals for, for my 50th, but I'll be honest with you and say I didn't do what I did before. And what I did before was write them down and put them on my wall so I could see them. But again, I said you could either write your goals down or you could just have some ideas out there and, and work towards them and manifest them into goals and manifest those goals into reality. You know, uh, as I said on my Facebook Live earlier, one of those things that I had done was um, earn my black belt in, in the martial arts. There was a significant break in my podcasting because I was really, really focusing on my training at the time for a few months. So I not only achieved the goal of earning my black belt before turning 50, I have earned my first degree black belt in Shotokan and now I'm working on my black belt in Taekwondo. You know, so I'm happy with that because I know I have, I put in work for that. Um, the other goals, they weren't really that important. And the reason why I say they weren't really that important because I have to admit I wasn't really working. They were ideas. I, I, I did not commit myself to those ideas. See, when you commit yourself to an idea and you write it down, that's when it becomes a goal. And I've always said that what I'm about to say, I've always said, so it may be new to you, uh, a goal that you wrote that you a goal that you do not write down has the same value as a fart in the wind and more than likely smells just as bad. <laughs> okay? I'll say it again. A goal that you don't write down has about the same value as a fart in the wind and probably smells just as bad. All right? If there's something that you really want to achieve in your life, write it down. See, there's an old saying in my former occupation of police work if it's not written down in black and white, it never happened, right? You're sitting on the, on the witness stand and, you know, you arrested somebody and, and you wrote the report and there could be one element that you left out of the report for whatever reason, but that'll be the one element that the defense attorney says, well, what about, how did you know to connect this with that in order to affect the arrest? And then you give your answer. And then the the defense attorney will say, okay, can you show me in your report where you articulated how you put that together? And if it's not written down in that report, guess what? That's going to be a mark against you. In many cases, that has been the kind of mark that has got a lot of cases thrown out in court. So I say all of that to say, I digress. I say all of that to say, my wife accused me of going on tangents and I don't want to do that. But I say all of that to say that When you have an idea and you write it down, you have committed yourself to that idea. You've actually converted that idea 
into a goal. And what really solidifies, what really consummates the conversion of that idea into a goal is something that I learned from Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins always says, uh, once you've committed to a goal, you cannot, and I'm paraphrasing, you, you should not leave the vicinity of a goal unless you, unless or until you've taken at least one action towards its fulfillment. And I'm going to go so far as to say writing it down is not good enough, all right? Writing, is da- writing it down is what begins the conversion process of turning an idea into a goal. Now, what you should do at that point, your one thing could be making a phone call. Your one thing could be buying a book about whatever the subject matter is in relation to your goal. But do something that commits you to that goal. Now, here's the other part. Here's the other part. This is the main part. Are you sitting down? Are you listening? Good. (laughs) Here's the main part in all seriousness. Don't get caught up in the time it takes to complete your goal. Unless it's really a time-sensitive thing, and I was talking about this before, unless it's really a time-sensitive thing, don't, don't give yourself that pressure. When I want to, a lot of people, because see, a lot of people will set out to do something and for whatever reason, the stars line up, or at least it appears that all the stars lined up for that person and everything that they wanted to do went their way, right? Uh, I, I went to grade school with Wyclef Jean. We, we went to Our Lady Help of Christians School in East Orange, New Jersey. And, I, and we went to, we went, when we graduated from there, after eighth grade, we went to different high schools. I don't even remember what high school dude went to, but we hadn't seen each other throughout all the years of high school. And I remember maybe about a year, I saw him probably about sometime after I, after I came back from Desert Storm and returned to Rutgers. And it was at a at a listening entertainment showcase or something like that. And I saw him there. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? And this was just when the Fugees was about to break. They hadn't quite come out yet. And he says, man, I'm working with Babyface. I'm working with this person. I'm working with that person. You know, my group, we're about to come out. And I'm like, okay. And damn it, if not about a year later, the Fugees. <laughs> you know, and, and of course, you know why Clef John's career from there, he, he exploded and he blew up from there. You know, now I don't know what his process was. I don't know how long it took for him to do it, but I can tell you this. I know that boy was talented when we were in grade school. He would come to school with a guitar and in lunchtime and recess, he would play. There's another dude, uh, Rob Sharap, I think his name is, another dude. He would come to school and he would have his guitar and these guys would sit up there and play, you know, you know, teach each other different chords and whatnot. And, you know, so, so it took time for him to achieve the level of success that he achieved. I don't know what his time frame was. I don't know if he set a goal and just let it ride out or if he just put in the work. I know he just put in the work. Uh, Somebody else who comes to mind is Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, when she came out with her first album, I think she was like 19, 20, maybe 21 or something like that. But she first got signed. She signed her first record deal when she was like 15, 16 years old. They say basically to paraphrase the saying, you know, it takes a whole lot of years to become an overnight sensation. So whatever goals you have for yourself, don't 
allow yourself to put pressure on yourself that takes away from you fulfilling your goal. Just do the work. Just do the work. It Trust me when I tell you, it doesn't matter how long it takes. If it's something that you really want to do, it doesn't matter how long it takes as long as you are putting in the work towards that goal. When I set the goal to become a police officer, and I told you before, sometimes that things like it seems like everything works out for other people. You know, I knew guys that were taking a test and jumping right on, taking a test and jumping right on. You know, for me, I had to go through some things. You know, it took me about a good five, six years to get on the job, you know, and I had to go through some things. But the fact of the matter is the things that I went through in order to endure or the things I had to endure while waiting for my opportunity to come. Those were the things that gave me the the humility and ability to truly appreciate my job once I had it. You see, so when you're going through things on the way to achieve your goal, understand that you're not being tortured. You're not being abused. It's going to feel like it. Understand, it's going to feel like you're, you're being abused. It's going to feel like, you know, you want to feel like, you know, you want to say, God, why are you picking on me? And the answer that I will give you to that is this. First of all, please understand that God has a tremendous sense of humor. God, the universe, whatever you want to deem your higher power to be, whatever you want to call it, has an incredible sense of humor and no compunction whatsoever, no compulsion whatsoever about expending that uh, or exhibiting that sense of humor at your expense. Please understand that. All right. In other words, like the old saying goes, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him what you got planned. I am living proof of that whole situation. But the fact of the matter is, whatever goal I set for myself, however much God had to laugh, and the way God laughs is by putting you through the ringer. You are going to be tested. You are going to be put through the ringer. You say you want a happy relationship, your relationship is going to be tested. You say you want to find the person you can trust for the rest of your life and spend the rest of your life with, guess what? You're going to have to go through some ducks before you find that swan. You're going to have to go, I always say you have to go through some things to get to some things. And before you get to the man or woman of your dreams, you're going to have to go through a whole lot of scrubs. And there's going to be a lesson to be learned through each of those scrubs. All your trials and tribulations. And by the way, can you have trials without tribulations? Or can you have tribulations without trials? Why do they go hand in hand? I digress. (laughs) You got to go through all of these obstacles. You got to go through all of these things. In order to get to what it is that you really want. Why? Because once you do get to what it is that you really want. One, you've earned it. Two, you know you've earned it because of all of the crap you had to go through to get there. And because you've gone through all of that crap. Whether it's crappy people or crappy circumstances. Once you've gone through all of that crap to get to where you want to be. You have learned exactly what you don't want. And when you know what you don't want, the opposite is what you do want. So you will continue to do what brings forth the results that you do want moving forward in the relationship or circumstances or whatever that it is you want to manifest that you set your goal to achieve. You understand? So so don't worry about how long it takes. Sometimes the longer it takes, the better off you just may be. 
right? Some speeches that I've done when I've talked about this, I would give the scenario where I pull out a money clip. I have a couple hundred dollars on my money clip. You know, I'm blessed. Thank you. <laughs> I would pull out a couple hundred dollars on my money clip and I would give the people the following scenario. All right. The scenario would be you just worked these past two weeks. Right. And you done went through the weather, the people, the boss being the pain in the butt, the long line at Starbucks, if that's where you go, or what have you. You know, somebody spilled something on your desk. The report was due. You had to work over the week. You had to go through all this crap to get your paycheck. But you know what? I just came into some money. I'm your friend. I love you. You've been there for me in the past. I want to hook you up. I want to help you out. So I'm going to give you this $200. And you're going to take this $200, right? Remember, I came up. I came in a little bit of cash. I'm good. $200 ain't going to hurt me. It's, it's, you know, here's a gift. Here's a friend. Take this $200. Now we going out. Now here's the thing. I ain't paying for you. We're going out. We're going to go out like we always go out, hang out, celebrate, go bowling, go to Buffalo Wild Wings, whatever. You know, but, you know, everybody put in their own thing. But here's the thing. If and when we go out, here's the question. Whose money you going to spend? It's payday. You got paid. You got money. I just happen to come along and, you know, bless you with, a, with another couple hundred dollars. Right? And we ain't going all the way out to where you're going to, you know, spend a whole gang of money. But here's the thing. You got paid today and you got blessed today. So you you definitely not hurting. Your pockets are not thin right now. Right? But when we go out and the check come, whose money are you going to be spending? We go from club to club or bowling or whatever it is, eating, whatever. Whose money are you spending? Trust me when I tell you 10 times out of 10. Hell, 11 times out of 10. All right. Everybody would say they would spend the money I gave them. Why would they spend the money I gave them? Because it came quick. They really didn't do anything on the spot for it. Even though I said, you know, when I gave you, hypothetically giving you the money, you've been a friend from me, you supported me, you've been there for me, you had my back, blah, blah, blah. This is why I'm giving you this money. But the person didn't actually have to go through no sweat, tears, trials and tribulations and toils and troubles and all that other stuff to get that $200. So it's easy for that $200 to go. You know what's not going nowhere? That money from the paycheck. The money they had to bust their butt for that whole two weeks and go through all the crap that they had to go through to get that paycheck, that money staying right in the bank account where it's safe. Why? Because they appreciate the outcome of the results of their work. See, so when you appreciate the results of your work, you 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 not gonna you're not going to allow yourself to part very easily with the results. You're not going to, whatever your, whatever, whatever manifests, uh, whatever comes is made manifest of your work, you're not going to part, you're not going to part with that easily because you appreciate it, because you respect it, because you know what you had to do to get it. So as I begin to close, I want you to understand that the things you set out to do in life may not come just when you want it to come. Understand that, all right, so that you're not surprised moving forward. What you want to come may not come when you want it to come. But if it's something that you truly, really want and you put forth the work necessary, I always say my first cardinal rule is you can have to become anything you want as long as you're willing to put forth the work necessary or required in order to achieve it. So you put forth that work and you be patient. 
Every day that you put forth some work is one day closer to you achieving this goal. Every podcast I put out or every social media post I make where I talk about this, you know, my, my goal to be on iHeartRadio, it came through. It came through. I got the email on the 4th, but I didn't get the notification that it was all solid and, and, and I'm actually there. I got, the, I got the email that I was accepted, but I didn't get the email confirming it was on and popping until uh, yesterday. All right. So now that it's on and popping, it's on and popping. We on iHeartRadio. So I, I, I want you to share this with a friend because it don't stop. It does was the seven shooter song with Chris Brown. It don't stop. It don't stop. All right. So please share this with a friend. I want I want to encourage you to do great things. I want to encourage you to do great things. And I'm going to continue to do great things for myself. I feel like I'm fulfilling my life's purpose. It was Zig Ziglar who said you can have just about anything you want in life, provided you help enough people get what it is they want. And what I want for you is to have a life and live a life where you see yourself being above your problems, when you see yourself being above your circumstances, when you see yourself in a position where you're not just following the group think and the mob mentality. I want, I want to take you to a place above that, right? It's like the old saying goes, and I'm, getting to wrap, I'm, gonna be, I'm going to begin to wrap up with this. It's like the old saying goes, you cannot soar like an eagle if you're clucking around with pigeons. All right. I want you to soar like an eagle. I want you to be sharp and eagle-eyed focused on your dreams and goals. And I want to help you come up with different strategies and ways in which you can do so. So with that, I'm going to end this episode, but also let you know a couple things that's happening on the HRJR front. All right. I have recently released the third edition of Find a Way to Make a Way because the publishing company that put forth the second edition folded. So I still have some great lessons in that book. And if I want to keep putting it out there, I have to, I had to come up with a third edition. So I just released that, uh, last month, middle of August, and I will be releasing, get this, the 10th anniversary, find a way to make a way the difference of a decade. It's a different book. Same title, different subtitle, different content, all right? This is 10 years, 2019 makes 10 years from the time we did the second edition, all right? I'm not counting the first edition because the first edition was kind of like, you know, you jumped in the pool, but you really don't know how to swim yet. The second edition was I jumped in the pool and I knew how I was swimming. So that's where things really started to take off. So I want to commemorate the anniversary of the second edition. All right, because that was a little bit more polished and that's what really put me out there. So that book is going to be coming. I, I expect to drop that book before the end of this month. So that gives me two weeks. OK, so within the next two weeks, we're going to get that book on and popping. Also, if you want to talk one on one and you want to arrange a coaching environment, please follow me on my website. Uh, www.coachhrjr.com. If you would like to email me, hrjr at coachhrjr.com. Um, I do take phone calls as well. And the number is 848-628-HRJR. Branding is everything. 
All right. And if you don't understand, there's some letters that go with your phone. So you have to figure out those letters. Four, seven, five, seven. Oh, damn. I just gave you the letters. <laughs> I gave you the numbers for the letters. It's all good. But you can contact me any of those ways. You can follow me on Twitter at the ice talks. All right. You can if you can find me on Facebook, it is uh, Facebook dot com. Let me make sure I'm giving you the right page. All right. Wait a minute. Let me give you the right page. I'm sitting in front of the computer right now putting in this work. So it's HRJR Enterprises. Yes. Facebook.com backslash HRJR Enterprises. All right. So you guys take care of yourselves. I love talking to you. All right. And I may be trying to do some some lives, some some live interviews. So we're going to see what we can do with this. We're going to take this thing, see how far we can take it. All right. But the best thing you could do for me is share this with your friend. Uh, I hope I'm being of service, uh, providing some assistance to you. I want to make my messages available to your kids. If you have teenagers or young people, you know, who can who can benefit from this because, and then I'm done after I say this, uh, we cannot go back in time and, you know, change the mistakes that we made. But what we can do is help those who are coming up behind us and give them the benefits of our retrospection or retro, yeah, retrospect, <laughs> give them the benefits of what we found looking back so that they can map out a better course for themselves moving forward. That's ultimately what I strive to do uh, here in my writing and my speaking and my coaching. All right. So with that being said, we're going to wrap this episode up. You guys take care of yourselves. Be good. Wait for the next one. Oh, Last word, I promise. There will be a new Ice Talks episode every Monday. All right? So that's how serious I am. Every Monday, there'll be a new Ice Talks episode. But here's the beautiful thing. If the spirit moves me, there may be an episode on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. (laughs) Okay? But trust and believe, there will always be a new episode on Monday. You guys take care of yourselves. It was my pleasure speaking to you today, as always. And I look forward to speaking to you again. Take care of yourselves. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day.